guys, it's Amanda and Barron, and we are back again with Kicking Cancer Cares. And our sponsor for this second half of our show is Marianne McNally. She is a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. Um, she is currently fighting her own battle, as you guys know, so make sure you show her some love. Keep her in your thoughts and prayers. We know prayer warriors. You guys are absolutely amazing, and you work wonders out there, so please keep her in your thoughts and prayers. And if you are looking to sell, buy your home, or just have any questions, she can be contacted at 503-409-4389. Sorry. Oh, no. Well, you mentioned prayer warriors, and while we were on break, we uh, we had someone call the station. Cynthia, are you with us? Yep, I'm still here. So the amazing thing is you are not in Oregon. Where are you located, Cynthia? No, I'm actually located in uh, Lancaster, South Carolina. Okay. Um, actually, the state line... Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina <laughs> goes to the my backyard, so I can be in, in two states at one time if I want. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's wow. awesome. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so there's yeah. a there's you actually reached out to me a few days ago, um, and there's a reason why we want you on the show. Can you tell me what you started there uh, in South Dakota or South Carolina? I mean, South Carolina. Yeah, we started, actually, it's only been probably a little bit over a year. We started our own nonprofit foundation called Santiago Strong. And it's, it was not only in honor of our son, Santiago, but it was our way of also giving back to other families, to other DIPG families as well. You know, during our our journey and, and our fight with DIPG, so many people, I mean, just came out of everywhere and helped us and supported us and loved us. And, you know... Going through something like that, you feel alone. You know, I, I know I, I could speak for myself. I felt alone, lost, you know, unsure, uncertain of what was going to happen at any given moment. So when I saw all the love and the community and all the support that everyone gave around us, I knew that no matter what happened in my story, I had to continue that and give that back as well. So that's why we kind of started the foundation. And our foundation's mission is to actually try to keep families together during their clinical trials and treatments. For us as a family, when Santiago got sick, we dropped everything and we went along with him. And that was only possible because of the love and support that we received from everyone around us. Um, But being together as a family played a real critical role in his medical care. And also as a family, that's time that you don't get back. So. I mean, it was, it's just something that a family, I wish it was easier for everyone to kind of stay together during something like this, but that's where, you know, the foundations come in and all the other love and support and donations come into play. So that's kind of like why we started the foundation to give back. It was our way to say thank you to the world, basically. Interesting that you say that because five years ago I was supporting my sister and so I started kicking cancer to support people with lots of different cancers and then several years had gone by and someone said that I should meet up with John and Shyla. but how did you how did you meet up with John and Shyla and, and what's your connection with them? Well, when we started the foundation, then we started getting connected and networking with other foundations across the United States. So we started following different groups on social media, and I believe it was on Facebook. I'm not quite sure exactly where yeah, I was. came across, but I, I came across to their story, and here was this, this picture of this cute little boy, and what an awesome name, Ozzy, caught my eye. <laughs> And I read the story. I was like, oh, Ozzy, I love it. And we read the story, and I said, we have to do something. We have to help this family. And actually, we had a, we were hosting an event, and I remember in the event, 
at the end, I um, shared the story of Ozzy and his family to everyone there. And everyone just was like, how can we help? What can we do? And I mean, people see me out and about and everybody wants to know, how's Ozzy doing? How's his family? Can we do anything? So, I mean, it just... It kind of just took a life of its own. Like, it's, they're not only my family, they're, they're my community family as well. It's just a beautiful thing. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh you're very yeah, welcome. It's, There's it's, no need to thank me. It's been, it's been absolutely amazing, you know, just the amount of support that you guys, that Santiago Strong has given us, but just, like, that connection to community that, you know... Yes. Uh, my I was raised in the military and you know we we move every two years so it's like very core family unit so like I'm yeah. I'm used to to being in my own little bubble of my family mm-hmm. and and to go through something like this and just feel even more isolated and then have the show of support of of the community not just my own local but uh, across the nation you know across the country mm-hmm. and you guys have been, you know, you're you're a part of our family too. Like we're we're we we talk about Santiago. We talk about you guys all the time, and and uh, yeah, it's it's just been. It feels so personal with you the way that you have reached out and checked in on us, and just the the little care packages, everything that you guys have done. Just it makes us feel so supported and when we don't have like any fuel in our tank just those little things that you guys have done and continue to do it helps us keep pushing through so much and the love though that you how you just present it Cynthia is just it feels so incredibly real even though you're not here physically and just thank you so much for being so special to us and so special to oh. everyone else I can't tell you how oh. much it means oh. you're very welcome I mean I know exactly what you guys are going through um, know. you know no one should ever go through this alone and for me this is more than just a foundation. I tell everyone in our community, this is not only my foundation, this is the community's foundation because I can't do this alone. This can only be done with the support of everyone coming together. So, you know, I don't ever, I, for us, it's the personal connection. We want to make sure that any families that we help, that we personally connect with them to let them know that we are here for them for any time that you need to vent or, you know, to just to talk. We know we've been in your shoes. We're here. Um, you know, we love you guys. We'll always support you guys. And just knowing that you have this love and support behind you, that my hope is that it does continue to give you strength to continue on into this fight and to not give up. Never give up. Thank you so much. Well, You're right before welcome. we broke for commercial, um, Shyla was sharing with us how they figured out that Ozzy had it, and then we had to break for commercial. But you had said that you went for a second opinion, which would have been early March of last year. Wouldn't it even have been March? It had been the, uh, the like end of February. End of February. And then within a couple, like, couple days, maybe it would have been the, like, the very beginning of March, but within a couple days on March 4th, it was when he started stumbling. Okay. And it was the MRI that indicated there was a problem, right? So, yeah, we took him to the emergency room. In Albany. In Albany. And I'm sitting there watching the MRI techs in the window, and it's just like, you know when something isn't right. 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 
and they're like they're pointing at the screen <clears throat> and they're like bringing in other they're bringing, technicians. Yeah, they're bringing other people in. Yeah. And I'm just like, why it, this does not feel right? Right. And, and I don't know. I don't know if you guys ever had a chance to listen to the episode where Bill Brown came in. That would be Michael Brown's dad. Mm-hmm. And and for the listeners that didn't hear that, Michael Brown had brain cancer. And the techs took the MRI of Michael's brain, which was 30 years ago, totally different MRI system 30 years ago. Techs know what they're looking at. They oh, just totally. Can't, they can't tell you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so oh, yeah. when the tech was having this look on his face, Bill knew there was a problem. Right. And, and you had the same thing. You yep. could tell there was a problem, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then just the treatment even after you left the room, it was like... Hushed. Yes. Very kids Like glove. they were walking on eggshells. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they bring us back, and it honestly wasn't very long. Like, usually you have to wait for an MRI for, like, an hour. Maybe If they're quick, 30 minutes. Right. They were probably in the room in, like, 15 minutes, 10 right. minutes. And the doctor from the um, emergency room comes in and, like, takes a deep breath and blows it out. Like, how do you tell a family what he just Like, said? how do you tell how anybody? You tell them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... They're like, Ozzy has a tumor in his brainstem. And then I'm just like, is he going to die? First thing I said, is he going to die? And he answered me back that he doesn't know and that he couldn't tell me. And I asked him, how, how big is it? He said, it's about the size of a golf ball. And I... I had no clue that my little baby was walking around with that. My little baby who started walking, never crawled. He started walking at 10 months old, started doing everything early and was just so good at everything. Like, just, he has the world to take down and conquer. He's been walking around with a brain tumor in his brainstem. And then, and I would challenge the listeners to, you know, when you see a little child next time, you know, a little, have a golf ball and try to imagine the size of a golf ball. That's huge. That's huge. You know, on a brain. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I wasn't even there. in the room. I mean, I was watching Macy and, and Hayden, and she calls me and says, hey, there's a golf ball sized mass in his brain and we are going to OHSU they're bringing the panda team down right and we're going right now and so i and that was march the 4th mm-hmm. yeah. last year yep right and okay. and when we're and when we finally get up to OHSU they're like we need to we need to put a shunt in so i get, right now. he's on the way he doesn't even i'm riding in the ambulance Okay. He's packing a bag, getting ready to go up there. And then when we go I didn't in. pack a bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, I, we just went. Yeah. So. so we get in there, and I am not joking when I say that there were probably close to 20 people in the room when Ozzy arrived. So they called ahead and said, they they were, get the team. And Ozzy had so much fluid on his brain as well that was causing additional pressure hydrocephaly that we had to do an emergency emergency shunt the next morning to get the pressure off Mm -hmm. so little do i know what a shunt is at this time and they're explaining to me what a shunt is and i'm just horrified 
looking at this. Right. And I'm like, does he have to have this forever? And they're like, yes, this is something he's going to have to have forever. And I'm just thinking to myself in that moment, like, man, strabismus sounds awesome right now. <laughs> like, this, this would have... If it had just been, trust me, if, right. if it would have been, we could have, like... So then we're preparing ourselves for our sons, because technically a shunt surgery is a brain surgery. You're going right. into the brain. So right. they do a shunt surgery, and then we find out the shunt wasn't put exactly where it needed to, so they had to go in the next day Oh no! and readjust the shunt. So now we're at two brain surgeries. Back to back. Right. And they haven't said the word DIPG to us. At this point. And this like, is... I'm on my phone. I'm doing, like, what? what's going on? And so if they like, haven't said DIPG, what do you think's happening? He... Just it was a tumor? JJ... Just said it's a tumor. But JJ kept mm. going back to DIPG. I'm like, you it just, can't. You just were certain that's what it was. From what I saw, his symptoms were... I'm like, it can't and be. And there's a mass in his brain. We need to do a shunt. Like, just everything was pointing... Lining up. To DIPG. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, when are you guys going to tell us so this? So the third day, fourth day that we're in there, the neurosurgeon comes in and, and tells us, hey, guys, this is, I'm pretty positive this is what this is. And uh, you need to, to go home and make memories. Now. Oh, no. And... That was we look o- we look over at each other and we're just like what? What does that even mean? Like no 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 wait a second. So you mean my son has a time limit? That's what you're saying? Like he's he is he's what are you saying? You you go to the doctor to get clarification to get answers. You know like fix <clears throat> fix these problems. Yeah. Right. Right. And, we trust. and that's that's right. the answer mm-hmm. we get. But and but again, stati- yeah. statistically, from what I've been able to dig up, statistically, most kids last about three months from diagnosis. Right. And do you right. like after you become a part of this community, and you start seeing them just go one by one by one by one. And it's the hardest thing to watch because you get so invested and you're rooting for these kids and you're just rooting for a cure. And to, to have, have hope for your own child and other people's children as well and slowly watch them also lose their motor mobilities or their life or what what they're facing in that moment it is so devastating and hard so i'm gonna try to jump us ahead because i think the the listeners have heard a lot of the story um but kicking cancer got involved uh and you guys had qualified for a clinical trial this would have been last year i think that trial was in august august um and the and it was a trial because it wasn't proven yet. That's why it's a clinical trial. But we fast forward to now. We're, we're into early March, and I was beginning to see some posts that you were making, Shyla, of new radiation. Mm-hmm. And I called John. I said, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And John's telling me on the phone, like, this is too much for me to try to repeat. So that's why I wanted you guys to come in. But, John, tell us what's going on now. What's happening now? So, so after you know, we did the clinical trial in Seattle, and it worked for 
a good time. Ozzy was doing really well. But um, probably towards the February, mid-February, uh, he started to limp a little bit more. His eye was starting to twist a little bit more, and we're talking to the Seattle Children's. We're still getting the CAR-T therapy and coordinating for an MRI. Once we got that MRI result back, they were like, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to continue with CAR-T therapy because there's been some progression in the tumor. So initially it was really local, really small, but then during the course of CAR-T, kind of with it being trained to just one mutation, it only attacked the one mutation. So the right. other mutations were allowed to kind of to grow. And unfortunately, it, it progressed into a center in his, like his, on the left side, the hearing center, which affects your balance and all this other stuff. And they were like, you need, we need to transition to radiation because this needs to be addressed immediately. We can't, and that, we and that was the middle that. of March this year, right? Yeah. Okay. And so we just got done with that last week. Uh, the last one, which which was super awesome. But Ozzy is not, you know, radiation doesn't work immediately. It, right. it creates inflammation in those areas. And so where it's progressed a little bit, it's going to progress a little bit more. And they call it pseudo-progression. It imitates the disease to a T. But we know that since we did radiation, that's what it is. Right. So now we are kind of back to square one as far as shopping clinical trials, trying to figure out which is the best ones. So are you telling me that I met you guys roughly a year ago and we're back to the same place we were a year ago? Uh, basically. Is that what you're saying, John? Yeah. Wow. Actually, but we've made it past that one year, so we've there's been steps that's true. forward. The, 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 right. the, forward. Yes, but because he received, this is his second round of radiation, radiation doesn't work right. as well second time around. Okay. Certain things don't, Okay. you know what I mean? You yeah. Know. Well, so, and, and listeners need to realize that cancerous cells, are they're really smart cells. They will mm-hmm. figure out a way. Right. We, we told a story sometime about James Burns, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So James Burns' cancerous cells actually figured out how to become immune to chemotherapy. Mm. And he ran out of options, right? right? These cells want to stay alive, and they are figuring yeah. out ways to combat whatever mm-hmm. we're throwing at them. And They're, we're doing half the dose of radiation right. that we did last time as well. But I really think it's important that you share one really exciting piece of news during this radiation treatment because you guys made the news in right. Portland. <laughs> so real crazy. T- t- Shana, tell us about that day. What happened that day? Well, I wanted to go in a little late because they always make us wait. <laughs> Every single time we show up early, I feel like we're waiting longer for them to call us back into the, the waiting room for Ozzy to get his radiation. And I'm like, okay, let's take our time. And so I was 15 minutes late, and we pull up, and our favorite tram lady had her walkie-talkie up to her. She had her two other little co-workers by them, and they're, like, super excited. I'm just like, oh, 
this is normal. They're just excited to see. Well, they love me. to see Ozzy, right? Well, and and me too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to take you out of the picture. But <laughs> well, and, and during during radiation, we were we were at the waterfront, and we would have to ride the OHSU tram from the waterfront up to OHSU every day. <laughs> and what did Ozzy call that tram? So the call spaceship. Call it the spaceship. The spaceship. So okay. captain of the spaceship. Yes. <laughs> they told us before we went through that we were the 25th millionth rider on the tram. So I look over at Oz. I'm like, we are not. You are. And then I hit the ticket and pushed him through. So Ozzy was the 25th millionth rider. Nice. <laughs> and, nice. He, right, it was super cute. And he didn't know what was going on. And everybody's clapping around us and stuff, which the clapping makes him super excited. And yeah. who, what kid doesn't like being cheered for? He's got well, that shy another event occurred. You mentioned cheering. And I know Amanda was here every year kicking cancer as an honoring team evening and we start with whoever's in february <laughs> yeah. so who'd we honor in february well then we end with january because we do it and, and we honored ozzy in january except everyone else is an adult so just staying up but when we got to ozzy's name you held ozzy up and the whole crowd went crazy <laughs> we did but uh, you, did you guys notice the higher up i held him the more excited he got <laughs> too yeah. but, but I, I it was her. either you or john one of you said that all night long ozzy kept saying that they were applotting for him, right? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the that whole was for me. Night. Yeah, <clears throat> oh. yeah. A lot of the people that were there continued to say, how's Ozzy doing? Mm-hmm. So even within... Uh, Cynthia, you've created an amazing community, which has obviously gone border to border, which I know these guys appreciate, but we've got this little community here, yeah. and they all are watching Ozzy as well. So. Oh, that's He's got awesome. a huge support. <clears throat> yeah, we've got a couple minutes left. John, can you give us an idea of what's up next for Ozzy? Uh, so what's up next is we actually have a, an appointment tomorrow on Friday, and we're going to be going over the details of what chemo drugs and, and what immunotherapy drugs that we're going to do, and with keeping in mind that we don't want to limit our options with clinical trials. So, you know, like I said previously, the the book, the textbook of treatment hasn't changed in 40 years. Right. You know, clinical trials are where we're going to find the next steps for how to help these kids overcome this disease. Right. And so um, it's important for us to kind of balance, you know, his quality of life and make sure we're doing stuff for Ozzy instead of doing stuff to Ozzy. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult balance because, you know, with these types of things, it's, you don't know. You, right. Everybody's a little mm-hmm. different right. and everybody has, you know, uh, different ages and communication barriers. And it's, it's, it's difficult. But well, I know that apparently the Santiago Strong group on the East Coast and Kicking Cancer on the West Coast, we want to support you guys. So how can people reach out to you to continue to financially help your family? Is there a, w- a best way, Shia, to get a hold of you guys? So I'm a Facebook person. Yep. <laughs> so um, we have a Facebook page, Fight Like Aussie. And then I have links also on there that have our GoFundMe, a Venmo, and a PayPal for him. And if anyone's not a Facebook person, they could email Amanda at... KS- or Amanda at kslm.news, and I will get you guys over those links, absolutely. And the one thing I do want you to know, Cynthia, is I'm looking over at John. He's got a red wristband on that says Santiago Strong. 
I, I have I haven't taken it off since the day you guys gave it to <laughs> me. Yep, he has not taken that thing off. And those things are really good. We need to know where you got them because it hasn't given him a rash yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <Anti-mypromial. laughs> yeah. Cynthia, okay. thank you so much for calling. This was a, a pleasant surprise for all You're of us. So awesome. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Oh, no, you thanks. lost thank it when you guys. she said this is Cynthia. No, I love you guys so much. <laughs> I, as soon as you said Cynthia, um Shyla knew exactly who she was talking to. Uh, yeah. I I just um was speechless at the same time, like, oh my goodness. I <laughs> I, I cannot believe this. No, I um no. <laughs> you are m- more to our family than I-, I can never tell you. Thank you so much oh, for doing this, oh my Cynthia. Goodness, thank you. We love you guys. We no, love you guys. You. And, and, and we love you guys. Is Eric by you? Actually, no, he's not. I'm Uh-oh. actually here by myself. So yeah, I got I got done talking to him what, <laughs> not last week, but a week before. We were talking on the phone, well, and we yes. talked we talked for like an hour and a half, and it was it was like the first time we had talked on the phone, and it was yes. it was just like instant brotherhood. Oh, Jay, well, I'll, yeah. I'll make sure to give them your number. We're at the end of the show, but I'll give them. Love you. Guys can chat some more. <laughs> okay. I love you guys. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much. This was a great episode. Thank you for sharing your story. I know it was Thank easy. you. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. And our sponsor for this second half is Marianne McNally. She's a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. And you can reach her at 503-409-4389. And we'll be back next week as, as the, the movement, movement continues. continues.